Hi, I'm Pastor Dallas Billington, Senior Pastor here at City Church, and we want to welcome you today to our services. We hope that no matter what you're facing in life, that through the message today, through God's Word, He will truly encourage your heart. Well, glad you're with us today, and if you have your Bibles, I want you to turn to Psalm 139, and we're going to look about and see how God personally knows you. Let's pray. Jesus, we thank you, Lord, this day, but in, in many ways, it's, it is a special day, Mother's Day, and Lord, we thank you for our moms. We, we are so thank you for the life that has been given to us, and, and, uh, and generations continue to go on because of what you've done how you created us. And Lord, we thank you for the family and how you instituted it, what it still means today. Lord, encourage those today, whatever they need, through the power of your Holy Spirit, that you will touch their hearts and may they leave this place in a different way. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I want to wish you those of your ladies here today, happy Mother's Day. And uh, am I supposed to be political correct to wish men happy Mother's Day today? I don't know. I, uh, you're laughing, but I did read an article this week on, it's, can't believe what I'm about to say, but uh, midwives are now being taught and prepared on how to help men to give birth. What? Yeah, you can look it up. It's out there. There's a few other things that go along with it, but I just don't want to get into the details of that. But anyways, I'm like, what are, what are we living in? What is going on? <laughs> I don't know, but... Boy, I'm so thankful that we have the Word of God that keeps us founded on what is right, what is wrong. <laughs> Psalms 19, or Psalms 139, the Lord shows us that He knows us from the very beginning. He knows us personally. And, and I want you to hopefully really capture this today and actually see through him and, and through uh, women and through children how God has done and what he's done because of who he is. Psalms 139 gives us this, and it says, or God says in verse 13, for you formed my inward parts. In other words, what it's saying here in this very verse in 13, you completed, you formed my, you completed, it means in a religious language, you covered me, completed me in my mother's womb. I will praise you for I am fearfully, what does that mean there? It means we are made in awe. You know, the angels even look into who we are. They're intrigued by who we are. We are made in awe because we're made in God's image. Marvelous are your works and that my soul knows very well. My frame was not hidden from you 
In other words, when we were in the womb, when I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. In other words, in the depths of, of our mom's God sees us and he created us. Your eyes saw my substance being yet even unformed. And in your book, they were all written. The days, those days that were fashioned for me, when as yet there were none of them. You know, uh, we're seeing of all weeks, you've seen what's happening with the Supreme Court everything that's going on with Roe versus Wade and everything. If you're visiting here today, we don't apologize for being a pro-life church because of the verse I just read and because of the direction of God's word. And we all know if we live according to his word, there's a joy and a peace you, that you have. You can't get any other way. And according to that, and all we see taking place, and I challenge those from a scientific standpoint is all we've seen this week, even yet before a biblical standpoint, from a scientific standpoint, because they don't want to hear what I have to say at the beginning, what God's Word says. Maybe they will at the end, but I challenge them to say, before you want to say or do whatever you want to do against me or what a woman's trade, you know, grammatically, I was always bad at English. And I do know this, though, when something is not completed or finished. And you ever hear in the pro-choice movement, a woman's right to choose. And I always say, see, because they don't want to finish what it says. To choose what? See, to choose what? Let's say, wait a minute, what do you mean? To ruins right to choose? Finish the sentence for me. I'm terrible at English because I know, I know somehow that's, that's not completed. To choose what? So it's scientifically, if you challenge those to say, I just want you to go look up on the internet today when a heartbeat actually starts in a mother's womb. What we know from skilled doctors in the physician's field and all these different things that it's six weeks you can hear a heartbeat, you can actually see it if you see the ultrasound. Six weeks. It's amazing what science has done to even prove the Bible more true. So what I'm saying here today, watch whatever happens in the weeks to come. But if this is overturned, I know they're having a fit the pro-choice movement. But if this is overturned, it goes back to the states. Each state will make the decision whether to, to uh, have abortion legal or not in those states. Here's the deal. I guarantee you this. Not only will God start to bless our nation again, but watch the states that stay pro-life and how God will even bless that state. I guarantee you. I'm just here. Sometimes I feel like uh, I'm a spiritual information when I get up here. I just, I know many of you work so hard and I feel so responsible to kind of share with you what's going on from a spiritual side in the public. So anyways, that's what God says. And his word that he knows you personally. You know, you are so important to him. You're more important than you could ever imagine. Now, the stars we know navigate people through the histories of generations across the waterways, the oceans, at night, what we can see and so forth. There's, astronomers say there's some two billion stars and, and God's word tells us in Psalm 147 that he, know, he, he counts every star and 
he calls them, get this, there's two, approximately somehow two billion stars. He counts every star and he knows them by name. That's amazing. He's named every one of the stars. But here's the, here's the catch. The catch is only you and I, only a man and a woman, he says in the first part of generations, we're the only thing in all the world for thousands and thousands of years that will always be, only be created in his image. What do we sing today? I want you to get the picture. Whether we see man is not a man today, woman is not a woman, the transgender movement, all the what, what do we sing today? We're seeing the devil want to, to go all the way back and tear down what God has created. That's what this is all about. That's what you need to remember. That's, that's why we're so grateful to be defined. We know what a woman is, and it is amazing what God has done when he created man and woman and how we celebrate this day. I, I want to even challenge and encourage you more even to show you how special that you are as a woman and as a mother. I don't want to take you to another verse in, in, the, in uh, the book of Psalm. I'm sorry, the book of Samuel. Samuel chapter 1 and verse 27. Knowing that what we have, and we're just reminded today that how special that you are and what happens and how that God through you gives us generations to come. And, and we can't define the love that we have for our children. It, it's undefinable what God does through a woman and how special our moms are. And, and we really, if you had a mom like I did, my brother, how that we appreciate him even more, even since she's been gone nine years. My dad, I don't know, 11 or 12. And how that because of what they instilled in you, there's something very special about who a mother is. You can't find it. You ever watch a basketball games or the football games, the, the, the professionals, and, and very rarely, you know, what does the guy do after he scores a touchdown or it's a super or some big game, you know, and he turns to the camera. He usually doesn't say, hi, dad. He says, hey, mom, I love you, right? Right? I mean, she birthed him into this world, right? He's out doing what he loves to do. There's something very special about what a mom is. And what what I don't want you to take for granted is and how the, the Bible tells us in Psalms that every child, every child is a gift from God. Hannah was a very special woman, a very woman in the Bible that so followed the Lord. She couldn't have kids. And she prayed and she prayed and she prayed and she still couldn't have any children. Years on, she finally went to the temple and Eli thought that she, that, that she was so in turmoil and so upset that she was actually drunk. And he approached her as she was praying. He said, what, what is wrong? And he wouldn't have a conversation with her. And he said, I tell you what, this time next year as a prophet, I tell you that you will conceive and you'll have a child. And so... After that time went on and she was able to give birth and she was able to wean her child, 
Samuel. She says, Lord, if you give me this child, I will give him back to you. And that's what we're going to see when we dedicate these children day at the end of the service. But we need to remember, you know, even as you see the homeless person on the street today, always remember that was someone's little child. It's a gift of God. And God tells us in his word, as Hannah prayed, she was always grateful. She was always grateful. And after three years of winning her child Samuel, she goes back to dedicate him to the Lord in the temple. She says these words in 1 Samuel verse, chapter 1 and verse 27. For this child I prayed, and the Lord has granted me my petition, which I ask of him. You know, God knows this so well personally. And as we, we see how amazing that our moms are. I can't quite define it, but there's something that a mom has that no one, that a love that she has for her kids. Yeah, I always say that she gets a nine-month start on any man in her life. But that gift, I just want to remind you today, is from God. And God knows everything about that child. And even much as a mom does. And I want to show how, you, how important that is as you, as you realize even more today that that is so much a gift. It is a gift from heaven is what a child is. And he gives us through our moms. And if you have and are willing to dedicate, this is what's so important, as she did, your children when they're little to the Lord, God says when they are older, see older, they might go away for a while and they might be wayward. God says when you train them in my way, it will be so instilled in their life. It might be 15 years, it might be 20, it might be 30. But God says, you gave them life, I gave them life, I created, I know everything about them, and I gave you the wisdom on what to do, and you gave them back to me, they will come back to follow Jesus. I guarantee you that today. I'm living proof. I want to share with you one other verse today. It's found in the book of Psalm. Man, you got to put your thinking hat on for a minute. Okay? There's something about a woman and about, especially a mom, that they, I don't know what it is, but they have more discernment than a man does. Now, I, I, I know I might make you a little upset here as men today, but just hold on. I'm going to tell you. And I'm going, to make, I'm going to make you understand this, that you can't argue with me, okay? Let's go back to when you were dating. Let's go back if you're, maybe some of you are watching or some of you here there in high school. You're dating. And a man or a young man or a man is dating a woman. And, uh, but a woman has this discernment. She's so discerning that if things start to go shaky in that relationship, that a woman... 
knows you so well as a man, she knows that you're going to break up with her before you do. Now, you might, that might take you a while to click maybe later on tonight as men, but I want you to think about that for a minute. That's why we need to listen to, our, to women or to our moms because there's a discernment that they have that we need to realize and capitalize on. And what so many men do today, they push that off as they're, that this person is nagging them, they don't see her. So instead of saying, wait a minute, this person sees something that I don't see. And that's what a mom sees with her kids. She sees and she knows. She knows that as God gave her this child, it was being formed in her womb and it's truly a gift from heaven. That she has a discernment because it was so much a part of her. But she knows exactly what's going on with that child. She knows when they're sick, and even though the doctor might not be able to figure it out, mom can't. That's how discerning they are. And even though when they get to be teenagers, you know something's wrong without the child not ever saying anything to you, that's the discernment that they have. A woman, a, a mom is so uniquely made and gifted what God has given us. That's why Mother's Day is so special. But I found a verse that I want to close with. And moms, I want to give this to you today. And it's a prayer. And if you don't have this underlined in the Bible, I, I want you to underline this. Because it's a prayer from the apostle. And he's praying for those that are believers. But I want you to take this as a prayer that you pray actually as a, as a, as a mom for your kids as the apostles praying for this, for the church. And listen to what God's word says in Philippians chapter 1, verses 9 through 11. And this I pray, put yourself in that. And this I pray as a mother is praying for her kids, that your love, in other words, that child is a continue growth, that your love may abound God, have them do this, that your love may abound still more and more. Give them, Lord, in knowledge and all discernment that you may approve the things that are excellent, that you may be sincere and without offense till the day of Christ. And your prayer be for your kids, be that they be filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are by Jesus Christ, to the glory and the praise of God. Man, that's a prayer you can pray all the time for your kids. God, show them the way. Give them excellence. You know, I've always said, if you've attended here for a while, as you're raising your kids, not every kid is supposed to go to college. And that was such a misnomer for years. We wouldn't have the trades and the crafts that we have today. No one knows you better than your parents and to guide you and direct you and you as a parent to, to Lord, show them 
the excellent way. And you can't miss when we know in that verse in Psalms that God has created us, knows everything about us, and then our moms send that prayer back up to God that has dedicated that child over to the Lord and says, Lord, I want you to take their life and show them what they need to do and how they need to do it, and you will actually give them the fruits of righteousness, the right way to live, and all the time that you do that, Lord, that I'm praying, even though they're out there, there's one day that they will come back if they're out there because they know when they follow the Lord and the love that we had in our family that they can't get any other way except through you, Jesus. And that love and that contentment and that security that they had in you and your home and they start to do whatever the world's doing, they're coming back. I'm telling you. And I'm here to tell you today, if you pray those prayers and you continue to say over and over, the Bible says that that last word, Lord, then that you will instill in them when you, they have found their way to always give you glory and praise for the rest of the days of their life. Man, we, you, you, you can't lose. You can't miss it. When you honor God in knowing that he has given you that child. And how you love that child. And loving that child to the extent to know that. Lord, I love this child so much that I can't see everything all the time, even though that you've given me this unbelievable discernment. So now I'm asking you, Lord, you instill them the discernment that they need when they get to be teenagers, and I'm not around them. You instill in them the conviction of the Holy Spirit that will show them what they need to do in the right way when they're out in this evil world. And God will do it. It might not be there yet. You know, wise Christian lady years ago, and she had several children. I'll never forget when she said, Dallas, she said, exhausted right now. You got three little kids, and you guys are exhausted all the time. She goes, when your kids are little, you're exhausted physically. But when they're older, you're exhausted emotionally, mentally. <laughs> Never stops. But the pressure is taken off. You give them back to the Lord. Say, Lord, you've given them to me already. Here they are to you. And this is my prayer, that they will follow you the days of their life. Even though it might get a little rough. But I've trained them in your way, and I have peace at night that someday that they will come back. And they will. I want to close with this today because it's always a touchy day. And that's two things. I always am sensitive to know that there's so many people watching, listening, and here today that you wanted to have a child. And you couldn't. And you don't know why. But I want you to know that because of your life, I know that you can think, whether you're watching or whether you're here, that there are women in your life, young ladies, that they look to you. 
as a mom. And they were always able to go to you as a mom. And you have been their adopted mom. I want to instill in that to you today because I don't want you to ever underestimate that because they're coming to you because they didn't have a mom that was a believer and they look to you to guide them in this life. There's many of you who are here today. I just want to encourage you to know that only heaven will show what God has done in that way because he makes no mistakes. That's who he is. He is the God who's created us all, who has saved us, and never made a mistake. And he will always, always, always have a plan for your life and for your family and for your kids. All we have to do is just let him do it. Let's pray. Jesus, we loved you, and we love you because you first loved us. Father, we thank you for the gift of life. We thank you again for our moms. We thank you that you have shown us a way in this evil world that we can navigate through and our kids can and truly reign in life, as you tell us in the book of Romans. Father, that comes through the one, through you. There's someone here today, someone watching. We always give the plan through your blood on the cross of Calvary, Jesus, through your death and through your resurrection. We have hope. And it's through your shed perfect blood. You've saved us. You've forgiven us, Lord. And if there's someone here that doesn't know you, someone listening, let them know, Jesus, I've been wayward a long time and I never knew you the way that I should. And I ask you right now, Lord, Jesus, I believe that you're God's son. You came and lived a perfect life and you shed your perfect blood for all the sins of the world on the cross for me. And I ask you, Jesus, right now, or wherever anybody is all over this country or world that's watching right now, it's listening or listen later on YouTube, Lord, let them know. Jesus, forgive me, sinner. I believe you shed your blood on the cross for all of my sins. And I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for those sins to save me and to live from this day forward by the power of your resurrection. In Jesus' name. Father, we come to you right now within the midst of City Church. If there's someone here, Ben will lead us in a moment that doesn't know you as their Savior. Lord, we're so grateful that we always give an opportunity, whether it's on the airwaves or here, week after week, Lord. Thank you. And Lord, if someone, if a friend wants to bring a friend, may they say, hey, I'll go with you, and I'll show them in your word that you tell us for whosoever 
shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. We ask it in your name, Jesus. Amen. I hope Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, has spoke to you today through his word. You know, no matter what you go through, no matter what you face in life, I want you to know that through the one, Jesus Christ, through his death on the cross of Calvary, he shed his perfect blood for you and for me. And if you pray right now and ask Jesus into your heart, the message that you heard today, why God is speaking to you, I want you to know that you can have hope. And all you have to do is pray with me right now. Don't try and figure it out. The Lord says by faith, we accept Jesus as our Savior, and you'll have hope for eternity. You say, Dallas, will you help me? What do I have to do? Well, let me share with you a verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. If you're willing to believe that God sent his son to die on the cross for you, just pray this prayer with me right now. And you can have heaven as your home. Jesus will forgive you for anything you've done in this life. And you can have hope from this day forward. Pray this prayer. Dear Jesus, forgive me a sinner. I believe that you're God's son. And you came and lived a perfect life. And you died on the cross. And you shed your perfect blood for all of my sin. And right now, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. If you've prayed that prayer, we want to hear from you. Contact us through our website, City Church AC, or you can get at our church app through any of the um, streaming services, and we want you to know that we'll contact you. And from this day forward, no matter what you face, you'll always have hope, knowing that Jesus is your Savior, and he'll come through in your life. Thank you for being with us today.